Welcome back. What's happening? This is like the Melody Supply never-ending podcast. We just banged out so many different episodes, and I'm ready for more. Uh-uh. Yo, this is going with like a crazy momentum, and I'm happy to have Jamel Williams, a.k.a. Jamel Dion, a.k.a. the author of The Breather, because, yo, let me just start off. If you haven't heard that track yet, there's so many quotable just bars and lines on there that, you know what I mean? I think that we took some time to put this record, like, in front of a lot of people because I think that it might take a while for them to digest it all. Right. I'm serious, because I listen to it almost every single day. And <laughs> it's like when you watch a movie and yeah. you might catch something different. And you're like, I didn't notice that until just now. True. That's how I got to be. That was, that, that was the vibe that I was trying to uh, bring anyway. Them, that those um those early vibes where, where it was like, you're not going to catch everything in one listen. It's like, wait a minute. I caught, It's like every time you listen to it, you catch something new. It's like, damn, why I ain't catch it the first time? And right, then, right. It, it, it's like it's it 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 feels like a bur- it feels brand new every time you listen to it. Right, it's true, it's true. Give me some um, give me some of the inspiration behind it. Man, oh man. Um, as far as the inspiration behind it, it was just um, I was sitting on the beat for a long time. Um, I was sitting on it for a minute because I bought it back on. Cause I ended up buying the beat. Shout out to Motion. Um, ended up buying it like around, like around Christmas, New Year's time, and um, this was around the time that, around around the time that uh, the Kenfo collab tape was about to drop. Shout out to shout out to my boy Kato, um, and where you from? Video out now, but. Um, yep. But yeah, just around that time, it was just um a lot of transitioning that was uh going on with me. Um, I just moved into my apartment. Um, graduated college. Um, was about to start a new job, and I was just, it was just a lot of good and bad going on at that time. And then, and I just felt like I I lost it musically for a little bit because it 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 just took a while to bounce back from a lot of um, situations that I was uh, going through before graduating, after graduating, and then also really, because um, this was also the time where I where I ended up moving to Arizona full time. So um, I just felt like it was like- Had a was, lot going on. Yep. And um, it was like, I was trying to write, but at the same time, I just didn't, I just didn't really feel it. And it was just, because I, I, I was sitting on the beat for months from December to like, February or March um I was just writing little bits and pieces of it and originally it was supposed to be a record for me and my homeboy Kawan but then it was just one night where I was like you know what I just told him I was like I'm gonna have to take this whole beat for myself and I just (laughs) I I was I was like I got something for it um I owe you later but like I just I was just like, I just need to spaz on. I, I just got a spaz on this shit. And um, I was just at work. I just, because I was just at work and just sitting at my desk, just writing and writing and writing. 
and it wasn't just like full through and through it was just like little bits and pieces that I had every now and again and then I just pretty much grouped all of those up together and then that's how the breather came about and then just and then just with just with the beat by itself I was just like I gotta go in on this no ifs ands or buts about it yep and I didn't even expect that much were that um that much response from it once it once it came out. I didn't think it was gonna gain that much traction that it did. Right. Well, it's all about the audience. Finding the right audience for it. I've probably said that nine hundred million times. But I mean you a marketer <laughs> so of course. Right. It's like I know, but a lot of people be like, dude, it's not that simple. And I'm like, well, it's not. But I mean, you always got to simplify something. I believe that you don't fully understand something until you can make it complicated and simple at the same time. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you just respect how complicated things are. But, you know, you can't really be professional at something unless you're doing it as, you know, making it look easy almost. That's why it's so it's so, that's why it's more easy to want to be a basketball player in the NBA than it is to be one. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's just kind of like and I've been having yo the past couple podcasts have been very deep into outside of music and stuff like that. So like right. I um I'm interested in like the creative process and how, you know, creative people um, get their, you know, inspirations for doing what they're doing. You know what I mean? Especially artists, music artists, painters, everybody that's um, in the entertainment industry because it's unique. You know what I mean? Not everybody can do these things and just create ideas and turn it into a product. Or into a thing. Not to mention executed properly. Right. Exactly. So it's very deep. I'm loving um, putting this podcast together. And all of the guests have been great. Um, So let's, um, let's talk about... Can we talk about what's happening next? Like, oh, okay, just as far as me is concerned with the music. Yeah. Man, oh, man. Uh, because you're in the process. All right, so this is why I said all that, because this is, are you in Are you in the creative process right now? Are we, you know what I mean? Are you building right now? Are, are you sitting on something and you're like, hmm, waiting on the right timing? That's exactly what it is. Um, everybody, yeah, you know, okay. every, everybody, okay. Has, <laughs> I, 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 I'm gonna just so, <laughs> because I don't want to because I don't want to put it out too too soon because I'm right. because I mean I'm it's it's not me just saying that like oh I'm waiting for the right time I know for a fact it's not the right time to announce this but, okay um, basically I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and give people a little a little hint about this so if you follow me on all of my uh, social media my Facebook Jamel Dion um. My Twitter and Instagram, Jamel underscore Dion. 
if you follow some of the content that I've been putting out, um, hint, hint, almost every Monday, it got something to do with that. Okay. All right. And that's all I'm going to say for right now. But that's going it's, to, it's, it's coming gradually, though. It's coming gradually. It's still, it's still at the drawing board. Um, but it's going to get, all I know is it's just going to get executed a whole lot, a whole lot um, better and all, and just in a whole different level than I ever, than I ever had before, ever had before. And just um, really getting, um, really getting real serious about it and putting some bags behind it like like any any other artist needs to do whenever they need to take some right, shit right, seriously right. because yeah like i follow so i but at the same time it's like yeah i only know what you mean a little bit mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like i follow I, saw- I know what you're talking about but I can i tell them not yet no, no 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 not like i don't know no i'm talking about like the motivation mondays is oh, what you're referring oh, yeah. to, right? Yeah, 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 definitely follow his Motivation Mondays because they are the funniest reality. How can I can I say it like that? That some of them are so friggin' funny, but they're so true too. That it's, yeah. it's funny as shit. Yeah, I follow and I gotta share every time I get a chance. You know what I'm saying? That- <laughs> yep, the, the Hustle with Me Mondays, and then just that's what it was. That's what it was. Hustle yep. with Me Monday. And then the the random ass videos I just be putting out just talking shit because I ain't got because I ain't got nothing else to do and I just be posted at the house or if I be or if I be posted at work or something I'm like let me talk my shit for a little bit. Yeah, it's funny because that's the you know that's the experience part of it that like I love that part. You know what I mean? There's like a side of the music. Who is that? Mm-hmm. You know, like let them know the interviews. You know, even as a music fan and growing up in the era and time that I did, you know what I'm saying? Um, Most people like Tupac so much because of the things outside of music. Uh Most people like a lot of other rappers because of the the movies or things that they've done outside of music. Or, um, you know, it depends. Different people. But that's just what it was that... You know, interview music artists getting interviews was a new thing until the '90s. You know what I mean? Like the media and more of like hip hop channels and platforms and magazines started blossoming in the late '80s, early '90s. Right. So us growing up in those times, you know what I'm saying? Showed mm-hmm. it's kind of obvious that now it's kind of like we've got the ball in our court where we right. can. You know, somebody asked me one time, I said this before, they were like, how come it's taken so long for you to put together some of the platforms that you're doing, you know, even if you did digital marketing, all that stuff before. And I was like, that because, don't matter. because back then, no, but it's, it's back then the platforms that would allow it for me to be able to, you know what I mean? They, they wouldn't it would be censored and stuff like that where it's like if i can't in nowadays in this platform that i've been using and getting onto spotify and itunes and google play store and getting this podcast to where i want it to be and we can come on here swear it's explicit it's got a warning label everything is automated and designed perfectly the way that i want it to be 
that was not accessible yet. So if I can't give my audience or my guest, you know what I'm saying, the um, comfort of be yourself, then I don't want it. That was kind of the answer. So like things have evolved in such a great shape in one to two to three that it's like sometimes waiting on something and knowing the right time to pull the trigger is exactly what's going to make or break the next step. Exactly. You know, so Mm -hmm. I'm happy that, you know, we can bring in a little bit of entrepreneurship and make it exciting because, you know, I've done so I've done so much of it before that I was like writing blogs can only do so much because not everybody's interested to running their own music business all the time. You know what I mean? So I love music and reviewing music or helping work a record and finding the audience to, um, you know, helping with radio stations, even Uh, things like that. I'm just like, I'm intrigued with that so much. You know what I mean? I feel it. How do you, um, tell me about Jamel, the, um, music fan though because that's kind of like where my background seriously everything that i've built comes from the type of a music fan that i am oh okay so you know kinda, what i mean yeah so so kind of like kind of like the music that i'm into or just like the music that kind of influenced like how i'm rapping well, now. for example like this like i get a i buy a cd and i listen from the first track all the way through and I used to like you know and I still do it I'll, I'll open up the book read all the writers in it and who's producer and oh shit they made that beat you know what I mean type thing yeah so- We are back. Back, back at it. So creative process. I think that's what I was left off on. Um, nah, I think it was um, describing myself as a uh, music fan. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, so with me, just as a, um, and then just basically how you, how you described it. Um, I would say with me, it's... Hmm, it, that's a real good question. Um, <clears throat> especially because I'm gonna take it back to when I started um really buying hard copies of CDs or whatever. I was kind of like, pretty much kind of like you, just um real fascinated with how just looking at the artwork and stuff like that. Looking look looking through the little flip book. Um, some of the writing credits I looked at, but I didn't really know how to read them correctly around that time because I started buying CDs when I was probably about maybe six or seven years old so I didn't really didn't really know the logistics too much of that until like around maybe 12 or 13 but um and then as far as listening is concerned I'm kind of like that person where it's like I want to listen to the beat first to see how 
to see to see how much I'm gonna react to it and how much I'm probably gonna play it and and probably determine if it's gonna be my favorite record on the album. But after that, after that, I'll just listen to it through and through and through, just um, song by song by song. But there, are, but there are some moments where, where, where a song could be so dope to where I'll play it over and over and over again, and I don't even get through the whole album. So, so it can be real fickle with me sometimes. But eventually, I get through the whole thing. There you go. That's interesting, you know what I mean? I like to know how people's minds work. Because I, I do that, and I still do that till this day. It was, it was like that ever since I was young. Right? You like playlists? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I listen, I do uh, playlists every now and again. Um, I'm getting more in tune with them, especially since uh, Spotify's been popping. But, but around the time when I was, uh, Let's say, let's say from elementary to middle school, I wasn't a really huge playlist person. I mean, if you count, right. if you count burning CDs as a playlist, then yeah. But I was just gonna say that that I love playlists and making playlists so much. I think it's because I used to be like, I'd have a hot, you know, selection of different songs on on C- burning CDs and little mixtape type shit that I used to do back in the day for my friends, and I didn't think of what I was doing except for like this is gonna be a boring long ass car ride, you know what I mean, type of shit, and I just burn a bunch of CDs and be like, you know. This is the rock songs I can deal with. That was kind of like the, at the when I used to burn CDs. That's what I did personal. I was like, these are the songs that I can deal with, and and because I've never been really like a radio guy, believe it or not. I don't like to listen to the mainstream music that they kind of feed to you on FM radio. So. That's why I love internet radio, because I'm like, we got the freedom to listen to what our friends like to listen to. Let's give that, let's give that to them, you know? Mm-hmm. There needs to be more of it, but not really. They just need to listen to us. That would be actually very wise. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yo, I'm telling you, I've had so much fun doing this, I'm like, Back to back to back to back. Let's get it done, dude. I'm loving it right now. Have so many different episodes coming out. And um Yeah. So many more songs and videos coming. And so let's talk about um what do you do outside of music for entertainment? Entertainment, uh person let's tell them a little bit about you know behind the scenes outside of the studio outside of the studio um i'm definitely a gym rat um nice go to fitness always do my best to um make it to the gym in the morning before before i gotta go to work and stuff because i'm i me knowing myself i like doing the early shift and whenever i get home i'm not gonna feel like going to the gym so yeah, I'm definitely definitely a person that that likes to keep up with my health and just uh, make sure that everything is all 
copacetic with all copacetic with that. Um, uh, there's a couple things I like to do. Uh, Eat healthy. You like to cook. I'm not. I'm ironically, ironically, although I like to work out, I'm not a consistent. I'm not a consistent eater. When it, I'm, I'm not a consistent. <laughs> I'm not a consistent health nut. Like I'll do it for like a couple weeks, I'll and then order a pizza. Months, but eventually, <laughs> I get I give in, and then and then not only that, and, and then not only that, when you got a when you got a girlfriend that got friends, and oh, <laughs> having to really having to go out every now and again, it's like yeah. I, I, Oh, right, right, right. Some, some, sometimes it's hard to stay to stay on track, but I mean, it, it. I do my best. I do my best. What's well, like a normal like? You know what I mean? Because I could eat better. I'll admit that I go to take out a lot because I'm like on the go, or I'll be walking by somewhere and I'm like, hold on a second, grab a couple slices of pizza, mm-hmm. and it's like. Obviously, melted cheese all the time. It just looks like it's not good for you, so it's obvious. It's not. <laughs> so, yeah, so, you know, it kind of comes with the territory, being busy and being entrepreneur-minded. And um, social scene definitely mm-hmm. makes a, a difference. So don't worry about that. Like, I mean, obviously... Ask the doctor, I guess. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's pretty advisable. Yeah. Stay stay health conscious and keep yourself nice and, you know what I'm saying, active. But it's also important to keep conscious of what you're putting into your body more than just your mind. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? More than just your diet, also your mind. But it's, you know. So, Speaking you, of- read, you read a lot of books? I do. Speaking of books, and then right when you mentioned the mod, I actually just finished a book last night. I just finished Think and Grow Rich. Um, nice. What's that about? Um, basically, it's just a it's basically just a book about because um, a lot of people think just with the title, it's just about how to just basically like some get rich quick scheme type shit. But like once you listen, once you read the the introduction of it, <clears throat> you start to understand more of it. It's really just um, them getting deeper in depth into how on how um, on how on how success all starts with your mind. Everything that you want to attract, you have to change your you it you have to change your mindset to where to where it needs to be to get where where it is that you want. Yeah, and, uh, and, and it really gets in depth into that, and then um. Basically, a short summary on how on how I would describe it in just in the simplest terms as possible. Um, with how people say, like, if you if you believe it, you can do it, or you, if you think it, you can believe. Believe however, it, you can achieve it, or like yeah, basically, like a, um, it's a real, real, real in depth um, description of that. Yeah. I think the way a lot of people get like turned away from that kind of a thing is like, you know, there's lazy people that try to be like, um, oh, what's the expression that's kind of, it, it just gives off a negative connotation that's like, uh, fake it till you make it. 
like that doesn't sound good Ew. when you hear that you know what i mean but it's kind of like so that's like a negative way or a lazy way that people have kind of put a different interpretation i think that's kind of why sometimes it puts a weird placement in people's minds because i've actually come across that kind of thing where i'm like law of attraction and they're like yeah that's just fake it till you make it type shit that some people get lucky and i was like that's not true at all i was like i mean i see where that would come from if you're like really negative on the idea but Mm -hmm. i'm like but that's that's just a lazy way of thinking about it if if you think that that is all it takes because it's more than that i mean i understand and i know this for a fact that i've made differences in my life and i've changed what i've wanted to change by mindset um and focusing on just getting that goal and understanding that also to add to that you know what i mean i hope that I'm not like completely taking the subject and mm-hmm. going a different way with it. But little goals, like say you got a goal, you, you got to understand that sometimes little stupid goals lead up to getting that goal. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you're not exactly distracted. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sometimes doing something before you get to that step you know what I mean, will open another door. For yeah. the podcast, even. For the podcast. Oh, yeah. Building yeah. up building up all the other platforms and then boom, boom, boom. And you know what I mean? Networking and for everything. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. But it's good, though. I'm, I'm happy to see, you know, growth and evolution in the network. And um, everybody that we work with, honestly. Um, would you consider yourself like a new artist? Um, I kind of hope so, only because I know that you've been making music for a while. But yeah. when people... I This is why. Because um, I've been listening to a lot of media and stuff. And they keep on saying, all these new artists, all these new artists, all these new artists. And I'm like... Honestly, I've met a lot of artists that seem to me to be new, but they're not fitting the exact thing that people are, you know what I'm saying, complaining about. And I'm like, no, you got to listen to Jamel Dion because he's, you know, a newer artist within the past five years of taking things serious and like really building, I would consider pretty new. You know what I mean? Would you cons- Would you say... That you're a new emerging artist? Or, I would, um... Yeah, I would honestly say so. Like, honestly, right. I really would. Simply just because, um... This is actually the f- very, very first year that I've actually really, um... Taken things... Well not, well, not even taking things seriously because, I mean, I've put out... Put out... Pro- Third time's the charm. I'm telling you. But I was talking about, you know, growth and evolution within the network and within the circle. So 
Um, and then consider, and then asked if I was, uh, cause do I consider myself a new artist? Right. There yeah. you go. Yeah. The, well, the, <clears throat> yeah, to pretty much finish off what I was saying with that. Um, I would definitely consider myself, um, somebody that is a new artist. Be just, just simply because, um, just this year and then just, um, seeing how different that I've, um, seeing the different approach that I took with my music and everything and actually, um, actually seeing and, um, taking heed and taking knowledge on what it is to really, to really break into, break into the industry and start making bread off of it. Um, doing those, uh, piece by piece, I feel like I'm definitely somebody that is considered, um, a new artist and then just getting and really getting, um, outside pretty much people outside of my hometown and where I'm staying at right now and relying on, you know what I'm saying? A lot relying on them for support and then just really, yeah, really just, um, really just, the po- yep. Really just learning the, the politics, really learning the politics of the game and learning how to learning how to push your shit the right way. Mm-hmm. the right way let me say that and um right and really just applying pressure that way so I, I i would and 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 as a result having that result into new ears and and uh solidifying the fan base so definitely i would consider myself a new artist because at, at the end of the day one thing i learned is they really don't give a lot of people don't give two shits about lo- how about how long you've been doing it for they just want to know how how long you've been doing it right and the right on show exactly yeah because there's kind of an etiquette there's sort of like a um a blueprint so to speak not even really that but there's just proper procedures to do specific things mm-hmm. you know what i mean so that is why a lot of music is handled or, or perceived that way you gotta there's reasons why i ask certain questions it's like how are you as a music fan how are you as these specific things because after a while when people start listening to these podcasts back to back to back there's going to be entertainment there's going to be you know new songs that are popping off but also every artist contributes whether they know it or not a little bit of business information that could help another artist that might be listening. Um, And it's awesome that I've been listening more and um, actually, you know, these are the things that help the audience grow and, and how everybody I mean, not even an audience grow in numbers. I mean, grow in like value. You know what I mean? Right. Seriously. Right. Because a lot of, it's true. A lot of music artists are starting to take a lot of great steps in the right direction because there's no one way to do it. Really isn't. There's no right? way. It's just doing it with your flavor is kind of the entertainment industry. And I love that part of it. Mm-hmm. Cause you see people blowing up in so many, so many different ways, but at the same time, it's like you. It, it's fun. It 
I mean, it's challenging. I can say that it, it can be stressful at times, and sometimes, the, and, and sometimes when when you when you somebody like me, sometimes I can get a little impatient. Um, yeah. Sometimes it, well, it, it's 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 the fun part of just figuring out what your niche is, and once you really figure that out and realize that, then once you see the momentum growing, it's like, oh shit, we we own to something. Right. Well, I couldn't imagine like an artist honestly really does have patience. It's just you feel like you don't have patience because the process is dragged out for so long that you'll hear a beat. You know, imagine the the time span. Just put into consideration the timetable of when you choose a beat for a song. And then by the time it's actually out available, branded artwork done distribution now it's time for promotion there's a big time in between that even with record labels they're like well give me a week at least to get this you know registered and onto the distribution and the artwork come back and you know what i mean like no matter what yeah. it's gonna take a specific procedure that you know what I mean? You can make the artwork look any way that you want, but it's mandatory or you won't get on iTunes type of procedures that we talk about. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, I love this industry specifically because, like I said, you can make the artwork look any way that you want. You know what I mean? And uh, that's different than like say you're in a barber shop or something like that where you're just expected to have that barber's pole <laughs> yeah. so they all brand themselves kind of this you know what i mean like in a music artist you can be dark you can be bright you can be happy you could be sad you fucking be all of it you know what i mean mm -hmm. it's it's the like freedom it's like it's like the industry is like it's you have rules but at the same time they 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 set it out in a way to where it's like, here's the rules, but you can bend them if you want to. Let's see how you can right. do it. Right. They uh, they're applied lightly. Mm hmm. <laughs> like an album release party, you could kind of do it. You know what I mean? I've seen pool parties. Like you could save some money on that if you <laughs> have like a summer release party, have a beach theme, but like literally pool party at some place right you know what i mean that could work private pool parties even you know what i mean mm -hmm. it doesn't always have to be a nightclub at night it really doesn't especially when you're at an indie level and it's like i, I what is your take on this a new artist that only has about 100,000 people that knows who you are. Um, I mean, I say that if I was in that position, I'd be like, there's not too much stress on me yet so that you can still, you know, comfortably analyze like what's working. You know, we all know that beginner stages that you, you're really paying attention to what's right and what's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. How do you kind of um, decide the pros and cons? Like on, like just basically on how to execute things. Yeah. <clears throat> Ooh, that's a good. That's a good one. Um, really, just 
really just um doing really just doing my homework um behind on what it is that I that that behind just some of the ideas that I may want to do. And right. then, um sometimes there there'll be some ideas where it's just like, you know what, I already know this is gonna work. I'm giving this shit a go. I don't I, I honestly don't care. But right. um but yeah most Let's of the time try it. Yeah. And then most of the time it's just really really just doing my homework on it and then just um looking at just looking at who who it is that currently supports me already and then just um doing this because I'm because I mean I'll go ahead and keep it 100 of course I'm not I'm I'm not a seasoned marketer but I'm like I I got some I'm I'm like it's it's all about using the judgment skills here so right just 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 really just thinking it out and testing it out mentally so to speak and then yeah and then just giving some time to think on it and then after that just just really deliberate and then after that plan out the time frames and then execute there you go so it's vision make a schedule for it and go exactly coming from jamel dion aka the breather that breather look at i love that song i really because <laughs> i'm like I kind of, in my mind, I started to think of myself. You ever heard, like, hear, like, when they say, let me just breathe on the record real quick? Yep, and that's that's kind of, that's a little bit how... Um, it's so metaphor. Oh, my God, I loved it. Yep. As soon as I put that connection, I was like, oh, my God, I love this song. And and then not only that, the crazy part about it is um, where the breather actually came from with uh, with the actual title. It was... It was it really stemmed from me not putting out um any solo music for a while and it was yeah. just I'm taking a break for a little bit because I was focused on the um on the Kenfo collab project and prior to that I didn't I didn't have um like a not even a solo if, if we're talking about solo projects we mm-hmm. I haven't had one since No Hook, which was summer twenty sixteen. And then with Ooh. the and then with the solo records, um, it would probably have been. Yep, it was all I know. Cause I'm. Yep, yep, all I know. Mm-hmm. And then that was on the um, on the Kenfolk project. So um, and and then always all the time, like when. <clears throat> and mind you, this was all. This was all when I was um, when I was uh, living on campus, going to uh, GCU. Um, almost mm-hmm. every almost every single time. After about maybe a month passes or whatever, some people that I know they'll be like, When you dropping some new music, I just dropped something. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like, I got work and I got class and everything else. Like I can't just come, well, I can come up with a project on the fly, but I'm like, shit like this takes time. Right. You get it like we were saying that some people don't understand how much goes into it, how much work before it's complete and ready exactly and the way and and the way that i would describe it is um and ironically i put i put the rec i put the record out on on monday which was when i started doing hustle with me mondays but i wasn't doing the actual videos and talking and stuff like that but yeah i dropped it on that day so basically it was um the way i would like to describe the breather was with that record and just with how it was marketed and promoted and shit like that, it was like, it was impulse 
but at the same time, it was some execution. So impulse with execution, I would, I would say so. Nice. So that's yeah, a- definitely, I'd say so too. Because that was, I mean, it's all over Instagram right now. That's a common um, place that is actually bringing in. I mean, Spotify, obviously. Oh, but, Insta- um, oh, Instagram is going bonkers. Yes. Yeah. Facebook too. But oh yeah. Instagram. Shout out to Instagram. Facebook. Oh, yeah. Out of all the out of all the social medias, Instagram seems like it's kind of like the most friendly and stuff. And now even YouTube is turning into a social media where like I get so many messages it reminds me of Facebook now. Mm-hmm. Cuz I don't mind the messages. I'm kind of like the different person where I'm like it's all right, just DM and I'll you know that like I'm like it's all right. I don't, I don't sweat it. You know what I mean. Some some people I've worked with are like don't message me because I can't stand like the constant like notifications and stuff. And I was like, it's called right. pudding. You know, I, I, I don't be caring. I just be like, hey, I'm a because with me, I put my phone on silent because yeah. I don't. I put my phone on silent, so I just I just say I might not get. If I don't get back to you, I'll get to I'm you when right I can. Yo, I'm like, right. if I don't get back to you right at that very second. I'm either at work or I'm doing something. But rest assured, I check my messages every time I look at my phone. So I'm going to get yeah. back to you when I got time. I'm from the customer service place. So it's like, what's your favorite means of communication? That's how we'll talk. <laughs> I just tell people shoot me a message and then with but as far as calling is concerned it's like okay let's figure out a window of time because I know with me it's like my schedule can be can be unpredictable especially working um especially working two jobs right now and then with 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 Circle K sometimes they'll they'll switch my hours up on what days I gotta work but but I mean it all come with the territory it's like I'm 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 like if this is all pertaining to my music, my business, I'm gonna make time for this shit. Right. There you go. There you have it. The real life of like, Jim L D on. Like either way, I'm gonna make time for it. It's like if I can if I can make time to go to work for almost sixty hours a week and hustle just do do X, Y, and Z, then I mean, although I'm not getting paid a lot off of my music to where I can do it full time. I'm like, shit, why not? I'm like, we're going to see some performances pop off. Huh? We're going to see some performances pop off. Have you done performances? Talk to the people. Let them know. Shit, the last time that I've done a performance was probably like in July. But um, as far as performances are concerned, um, I'm, I've, I've been kind of laying low on that simply just because um, I'm trying to create is I'm so focused on trying to create as much demand for myself as possible with with like the branding and stuff like that and really just growing that to where to where it's like <clears throat> to where it's like if I if if I if I'm ever offered a performance or something like that I know for a fact I'm gonna make some bread off of it and right. then where it's like to, or 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 at least somewhere to the point where it's like I need this motherfucker in my city right this moment, <laughs> like so yeah. basically just I'm just more focused on trying to build more demand, so to speak. Okay, because it ain't because it ain't like I'm too good to perform or whatever. And then also also working on stage presence a lot more because I 
Because, I mean, although the, this is one thing I can admit is um, all, although although I know I can rap good, my stage present is, presence isn't all the way there yet. And it's like, there if, you go. If if you and them, I've and I've heard all the time of because I think I heard this. When was the first time I heard this? I heard this when I was like 14 when I was uh, watching a Bow Wow interview. Um, he was like, a lot of people think that that um, record sales is where rappers get most of their money. No. Mm-hmm. The, okay. He was like, the shows and touring is where the money at. So yep. if you put on a shitty show, nobody's going to book you. Right. He was like, the shows is where the money at. Like, sales is just bragging rights. It's true. He's got a point. So a huge point. Very huge. And then and then I started seeing that a lot, a lot and a lot more. And then and then seeing um Quentin, shout out to Q the question. Um he he would always mention that on Facebook or whatever. He'll be like, A lot of rappers ask me, how do I get how do I get paid? How do I um get, get paid, paid shows? Off? Yeah, get paid shows in X, Y, and Z or y'all rappers are so focused on on um Spotify numbers and stuff like that when the real money is at the shows. The your numbers and whatever are just stats. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah, Q the question's actually a close friend. Um I got a lot of people. He's he's been on the show and um a lot of artists will mention him actually on the show. And um it's true because I think that the struggle behind it is you're always going to have some kind of barrier that's going to prevent you from the next stage. And the next stage, literally stage is like to get like paid performances. And once you break that barrier, it's pretty much going to be known that you're a paid artist. And you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's a struggle, but it's a struggle that can be conquered is really the main point behind all of that. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's just finding your way and not complaining because complaining takes steps backwards oh, yeah. publicly. I mean, we all know that. And, and public complaining brings you steps back. And then, so, And then not only that, and then not only that, it's a it's also a spit in the face to the people that are already supporting you. Exactly. I don't know how many times I've seen, for example, if you're saying all club promoters suck and there's actually a club right now looking into you, they're going to be like next. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because just that you have no idea who's watching you. Exactly. And it's like and, and I and that's what made me stop looking into it so much, because sometimes I would even even like before I started actually putting a little bit, I'm not even going to say bags, but putting a little yeah. bit of money behind um, marketing and promoting my music and actually learning more about it. I remember yeah. beforehand just like putting my music on SoundCloud and YouTube and, and you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. And I remember you, you shared a post where it was like, you, I, it says something like you rappers need to stop waiting for the music industry fairy or some something like that. But it was funny. <laughs> like I was, like I, I was kind of like in that mindset where it was like I put it out and I'm like, all right, let me let, let's see if I can get like a thousand views in like three days. 
right. and it didn't work out that way. And then sometimes I'll sometimes I'll even and and even my girl can tell you this. She's, she'll I'll I'll just be like, man, like I've been doing this woo for for X amount of years, mm-hmm. X Y and Z. Um, not a lot of people they 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 checking for this person, but they ain't looking at me woo woo I caught myself in moments like that, but mm-hmm. like I'm I'll go ahead and admit I caught myself in moments like that, and then and and I don't even know if I remember or not. I I may have made like a little subtle little subtle post about it or whatever, but I never got to the point where it was where I'm just on a big old rant and then and like yeah. some some other people do where they're like, man, fuck everybody. Nobody's supporting me. Y'all want to support the real. Yeah. Um, like I didn't I didn't want to get myself to that level be, just for the simple fact like if the the one time that I do it publicly is 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 it's just not gonna end well. Yeah. And like for my side of it, I like I don't mind stirring the pot a little bit, to be honest with people, because it's like I don't I'm not trying to aggravate nobody. I'm not trying to be an asshole or nothing like that. But that gets people's attention first off. And secondly, it's like um, I've said before, I was like, when you're in marketing and you get a new client and their branding isn't up to par, where this, where you see the vision, I see amazing things with everything, every song. It's just a, my art lays lies within the marketing end of it, where I see a vision where it's how this should be represented the right way. Right. And sometimes communicating with an artist of like, we should find, you know, maybe different artwork. Or maybe different, I just make, you know, suggestions and stuff. But also, there's so much that goes into it that can make, you can make something scream, pay attention to me, just off of a color scheme, off of the right representation of it, and where you're branding and putting certain things, right? So, more than that, like, to motivate artists, and, and I'm the real Brian Tyree, that's, there's real to it you know what i mean and i started off where i was like if you're happy with your music career and you're doing things the way that you want to do things i'm not really talking to you i'm talking to the artists that want to break that barrier to the next level right i'm speaking to the artists that are like you know the 1000 fans i have right now or 500 fans aren't enough how can I get more? You know what I mean? I want real like album sales, not just streams anymore. Whatever the next level is, that's where my content comes out and screams at them. And sometimes the best way to get the attention is just be real and be like, look, nobody out there anymore. I'll say this again. I'll repeat it. That nobody out there anymore is looking for an artist to give them a fan base, even the most major of the major labels, they want your fan base is why they're signing you in the first place most of the time. So it's kind of like backwards and anti. And another thing that I've been touching on that's very important is if I was to stop doing what I do right now and to rap, mm-hmm. You better believe that my friends list wouldn't have as many rappers I have as right now. 
because oh, yeah. I would have multiple, multiple bloggers and radio people in DJs, not other artists. Because what can another artist do for me? Other than they can tell, stuff. right? They can tell me, yo, these are the steps I took to market it, and it did kind of good. But I'm gonna get equal to or the same as that result right. when. I can instead change my audience from I'm a rapper and I have 5,000 rappers on my Facebook list to I'm a rapper and I have, you know, even 1,000 DJs could potentially get you. Just imagine, you know what I mean? Because, I mean, ultimately, they're they're, they're tastemakers, so of course. Right. And most DJs, like I was... And if you follow Q, you know this, that the, the radio, FM radio, terrestrial radio, isn't what it used to be because of the fact that you go through the radio, you're going to have to pay all kinds of crazy red tape, you know, fine print, all this shit. And yeah. then on top of that, compete with Atlantic Records, $400,000 budgets oh. and... You know what I mean? QC putting up fucking another 20 grand on top of whatever the major backing is. So you got like almost so much money. And what are you going to do with like four grand? Get swallowed up in a heartbeat, right? And your budget does nothing to compete with everybody else that's above that. Now, if you take a different approach, though, and you focus on the DJs, you get that DJ that's going to be at, you know, hosting an event at for a you know high times he's going to be also appearing at a movie release or some shit for the after party and then he's playing your song in a club plus you know every monday morning he's on fm radio so either way you get that shit because he likes you exactly. you know what i'm saying like network with the dj and fuck the station because now now you have that access and to do those things. And it's like, mm -hmm. it sounds devious, but it's like, wouldn't you call it devious that they're charging 800 fucking thousand dollars to your oh, budget yeah. for the oh, yeah, spin? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Be devious know. back. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's survival. It isn't devious. And when you're in the industry, especially what I do, you know what I mean? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I heard the budgets can get real crazy. Like, like when... um. Like, cause I think one time I was watching an interview where um, it was it was with Busy Bone from Bone Thugs, and then he was like, I think they they asked him what was his take on how these rappers like like Migos and Lil Yachty and Lil Uzi Vert and stuff like that. Yeah, he was like, that was like, how do you think they got so big to where they are now? He was like, cause they he was like because the labels that signed them they got big ass fucking radio budgets. Yeah. He, he was like the radio budgets are fucking huge. They put in like no more, no less than two hundred. They they put in no less than like a quarter million. Yeah. So they because that's kind of what they got left. That's all they got left. Mm hmm. And and then I remember Q even and and I remember Q even posted on Facebook. He was like, every time you're marketing, don't worry. He he was. Like he always stresses, he posts this shit like my, probably like every four days. I I would always see it. He'll be like, <laughs> remember, he he will he will always be like, whenever you're pushing a record, 
worry about radio promotion last because you're going to be competing with so many different labels, so many different artists for um, airplay and stuff like that. He was like, more than likely, your money's just going to go in the shitter, especially if you're indie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. And then, and then he will mention that too. Just get get. How many your- artists have put in their songs though? Back when the radio didn't play me. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a clue, right? You know? And then, and then from I'm- multiple different sources that even see they broke that barrier that I was talking about. You know what I mean? To level up to the next stage. And- so that's where they know it. And that's where most of us get it from, where it's like, I've had too many questions that are like, how many major artists have you worked with? And I'm like, honestly, in my career, maybe three to five, but it doesn't matter because sending that email is different than sending an email for an independent artist. That Even if that artist, like say Mike Jones, right, was independent at the time, probably Uh still independent right now. He wants to stay independent, but at the same time, you know, this is 50 is going to open up their doors a little bit quicker. Right. Because it's a recognizable name and it's a story. Where the fuck has he been? You know what I mean? So no matter what, there's some kind of earning behind it, whether the earning is ducking and just not releasing music and building businesses instead and dude right. was, you know, making production companies and doing things to basically not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Imagine how many stages, studios, how many, he knows how things are put together. So imagine you kind of fall back, your contract's up, you got millions of dollars. Now you want to reinvest and say, now I know how everything is set up. I'm going to make a beautiful studio. I would do it. Oh, yeah. I would do that take the knowledge of where I learned from a corporate setting, bring that knowledge home with me. And then after it's said and done, the rent's paid. <laughs> either, you know way, I mean? still, either way, he's still eating. Right. And then you start and but you're cutting out the big guy and saying, now I can do it at home. I know the recipe. I just put my flavor. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. And 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 that's typical for a lot of Houston rappers to do. Once they once they get big for a minute, they they get their rap money and then just reinvest it into to some other shit cuz I I know Slim Thug did that. He got his own construction company. Um and then I think Paul Wall still got his got his uh jewelry. His, yeah, his jewelry and then I think he got a car shop too. Yep. Um something like that. Mm-hmm. So that so so that ain't surprising coming from coming from a Houston rapper, of course. Hey, and especially in Texas, there's a lot of a lot of business opportunities down there. Yeah, it's interesting and it's fun to learn to see like what different artists have done. Um, so yeah, this is this has been a great talk, my man. What's um you want to leave them with? what's next what to expect next and what we can uh you know when we can have you back all right so with what's well before i start off with that 
Everybody, make sure y'all follow me on social media at definitely uh, Instagram, Jamel underscore Dion. If y'all know how to spell that, that's J A M as in Michael E L underscore D E O N. That's the same for my Twitter, Instagram, and Twitter, Jamel underscore Dion. Facebook, yep. Facebook, Jamel Dion, and then also my website, JamelPinProdigy.com. And then also and and then that's also where you can go ahead and check out all the music. Go ahead and pick you up some merch too. Cause I just had a giveaway a couple days ago. Um and just go ahead and lace yourself up for this holiday season to breathe out right now. And then as far as what's next, just go ahead and stay tuned every single Monday for them hustle with me Monday videos. Me talking my shit on Instagram. Um and it's going to be something special coming. It's going to be something special. I, I, that's all I'm going to say. There we go. All right. And you all know already where Melody Supply is, MelodySupply.com. If you want to find out more, you can search Jamel at MelodySupply.com website. And all the links are in all the posts. There will be more posts coming up soon. Indeed. And... Also, if you're listening on Spotify, check out The Real. It's a playlist. It's by me, and Jamel is on it. All done. Um, yes. The Breather, honestly, I'll be honest. That's my, like, um, get ready for the day jam. <laughs> it's serious. That motivates the shit out of me. So if you guys are looking for a workout song, skip snooze. You know what I mean? Got the faith to leap and get in that shit. You know what I mean? It's a it's a great motivator record. 100. So um, yeah, you will be back. Oh yeah, when you know the tap in whenever you need. <laughs> so as far as a set time, everybody, just be on the lookout. It ain't no set one. Just be on the lookout. Yeah, you got to check every Monday. You dig? All right. Signing off. Signing off. Be blessed. 100.